the show moving. You guys having fun? Hey, very exciting. Let's uh, let's uh, bring up our next uh, guest, would you? This next guest is part of a music trio that changed the course of music in the early 90s. Her songs have been featured in movies and TV shows, including Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, Whip It, and, of course, Bridesmaids. Please welcome, from the band Wilson Phillips, Carney Wilson! Oh, yeah! my god you are a very busy woman you're on the talk right, right now right, on right. uh on uh cbs, CBS? yeah well i fill yeah. in i've been filling in for the past eight years oh my god. <laughs> yeah. how many episodes have you done of the talk oh f- god uh, 170 oh, oh wow my yeah god. yeah that's a lot of talking i deserve the seat at this point yeah, <laughs> yeah they better give you yeah. that seat who, who give, her seat. <laughs> give her the seat give her the seat please give uh, yeah, well, Close I fill enough. in for uh, whoever gets sick. I, oh. I'm like the go-to. <laughs> I thought I mean, it was just one lazy lady. They were just like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm Carney doing it again. It's a great show. I'm, you know, it's, it's, I hope it doesn't go to shit right now because they've had a lot of trouble. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, seriously. It, well, it won't, it won't because it's, no. it's got, it's got legs and I love the women. And it's got you. It's got so, you, well, yeah. babe. They keep calling me back. I, I, I'm honored. Well, you have a fascinating career. You and, uh, and uh, you and, and these, uh, and the ladies, you and the ladies started out together. Uh, but let's start, let's start in the beginning. Well how, how about that for words? I used words. You I put the them ladies. in a sentence. <laughs> How did you? Uh, how did you get started in? Uh, you and ladies in, make music, don't <laughs> you? And, and the ladies. What does that make me? You, you and you, the ladies. You. Why am I doing a Bill Cosby in front? I have no idea. You and the ladies make the musics. <laughs> Rudy. Sorry. Uh, so I so, so apologize. It okay. could have been on DC so Follies right there. It's okay. Um, okay, so you're. Uh, okay. He's excited. He met Winnie the Pooh just it's now. A big, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh my God! I can't. My uh, my heart just went. Ooh. He's so. Um, okay, so so brilliant. let's start uh, with your childhood. Okay. You you grew up in a household with your father, Brian Wilson. Of uh, the Beach Boys. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. So from an early age, was there a lot of music around? Were you singing around a lot in, as a kid? Yes, a lot. Um, yeah, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a normal, what's a normal childhood, but um, we didn't like sit at the dinner table and, uh, or anything like that. Dad was usually um, playing the piano and, you know, on drugs, wandering around in the house. <laughs> and um, that's the truth. <laughs> um, I didn't know what the hell was wrong with him, but he couldn't, you know, he would, he, he would get a steak and he would literally eat the steak in two bites. <laughs> and um, he was a, he's a funny man. But um, yeah, it, it was, it was uh, there was always music playing and, um, and he was always, he would go to the piano, play a little bit, uh, walk, in, sing to, walk into every single room of the house, go back to the piano and my mom was just trying to keep it together, you know, um, but they they had a great big stereo system and then we had a lot of people come over the house. I mean, I have inc- oh, incredible memories of, you know, Elton John once put me to bed. Oh my um, God. Yeah, I know. What? Can you believe that? What did he do? Did he, he just he was like, it's time to go to bed now, you know. And, <laughs> and then we, you know, we, he'd, he'd lay us down and then like 
then like when she, we were, I was obsessed with Sean Cassidy, you know, and um, and then all of a sudden like the someone knocked the door and it was Sean Cassidy, you know, and and then like oh oh one of my most cherished memories um, would be when Paul McCartney and Linda and and the kids came over, and I sang My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean with with him oh uh, playing God. the piano. He was wearing all white. It was like his seventies Foxy days where he looked fucking hot and with his hair and the, his hair, you know, and then like red patent leather shoes and all white he looked he was so gorgeous and he was just wow. a, he's a lovely man he comes yeah. here to the improv sometimes and he sits right there in that yeah. back booth and and comedians get off stage I love and people are looking and they and they walk by and they go they go paul, paul mccartney yeah. and he goes he goes i love comedy he just says <laughs> he just says very quietly he's 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 always been a mellow man um i once had to audition for to to play paul mccartney in like an animated show all right and i went in and the cashier goes all right let's hear your best paul mccartney i go i'm paul mccartney and she goes she goes oh my dear god please please tell me that's a joke and i go i go i go um nope and i just ran and dove through a plate glass window that's how I get out of every audition. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I I sang um, from a young age, and we used to cruise in my mother's um, uh, Mercedes and on Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard, and she would teach us harmony. And uh, I became obsessed with harmony, and then um, I barely graduated high school and uh, was acting, and we formed Wilson Phillips. Um, Basically, I... I discovered the bong, and so I was in a bong for a long time, and just I just remember just getting really stoned and just obsessively singing harmony harmony with whoever would walk through the door, and and then we formed Wilson Phillips literally on the floor of, on my sister's floor, and oh my, God. my mom came down and said, "What are you guys doing?" And I said, "We're singing harmony," or we're, we're singing harmony, mom. You know? <laughs> and then, and, and then um, we just met with a, one of these massive producers, Richard Perry, who did yeah. you know like Stony End and the. Carly Simon, the Pointer Sisters, and 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 our career when we wrote our songs and and it was a uh, it was a really wild ride. Wow, yeah. that's so did you grow up with China around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, we we kind of she went on like a funky weird path for a while, and <laughs> and then she kind of you know dropped out of the scene for a little bit, and then I saw her. Um, we, we we hadn't seen her in a while, and Wendy put like blue contacts in my sister and a blonde wig, and and she said, "I want to come over," and she introduced herself. Hi, I'm China, and it was Wendy, you know, her, <laughs> a lifelong friend, and um, so she was a little out of it, but um, and then <laughs> how we, old how old were you guys around? Uh, this time? It was around 16, 17. Yeah, and then uh, we formed Wilson Phillips when I was eighteen, and uh, I just graduated high school, and we just I went I just plunged right into my professional career right right then. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. unbelievable! So you s- just started writing songs at like yeah as a yeah. So so then... Richard introduced us to uh, the great writer and producer Glenn Ballard, mm-hmm. who oh, yeah. uh, you know wrote Man in the Mirror, um, tons of number one records, and an incredible Alanis Morissette's uh, career and. Uh, and we started writing songs with him. And so we wrote um, Hold On, Release Me, You're In Love. Um, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it, but, you know, the record business is really different now. You know, I mean, we, um, that was when, we, when you would sell records, actually. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, back in the right, day. Buy them. Back, back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I can't, I mean, I just turned 50 and I was, you know, 22 when, when it started. So it's been a really long time. And believe it or not, this is, oh, 
This is so such a trip. I'm actually now this September. I'm going to receive my first royalty check because we're finally paid up <laughs> after <laughs> all these what? years. Oh no, I God. swear to God, it's it's kind of it's crazy. What do you think? What do you mean by so that? What does that mean? It means that we didn't sell enough records from then until now. <laughs> How but did you not sell enough records? No, no, it was we, huge we, we, because it the the bulk of the sales. The first mm-hmm. record was a you know 10 million seller, yeah. but that was we spent all the money that we earned. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, you know I blew through that. I mean I've learned so much. I mean I'm, yeah. I'm married. I have children now. Sure, and, of course. And, and different careers. Sure. But it's like, God, I was just talking about this. If I just would have saved, you know, it would, <laughs> yeah. it would have been great. But sure. what the hell did I know? I was 22 and we, yeah. we was thought it kind of like the almost famous thing where they were charging you for the ice right, under the floorboards, right. that sort of stuff. It, it's just, you know, I mean, hindsight's 2020. What can I say? You know, yeah. but I'm grateful for, for absolutely everything because, you know. Who else uh, during the like the height of Wilson Phillips, who else were you guys bumping into at shows and working right. having to open for or them opening for you like yeah. who else were you working with well we toured with Richard Marks uh, mm-hmm. it was the one and only tour that we did and it, it was kind of funny and I, I joke about it with him he's, he's really a sweetie but we went on tour with Richard Marks and after the first show um, you know they said well we like the opening act better and um, he took away our, he took away our monitors on the stage so we couldn't hear ourselves for the next no, show. No and way. I was I said, "What in the fuck did you do that for?" You know. And he said, "Well, you know, I just he like he just didn't have an answer because he was yeah. it was not not a cool thing." But now years later, yeah. you know, we were hugging him and stuff. He said, "Hey, remember that tour we were on?" I'm like, "Yeah, I sure do." Yeah. <laughs> oh but he, he's 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 cool. He's a cool guy, um, a great songwriter. And uh, but I remember being very. Um, we knocked um, what was it, Vogue out of the number one spot for Hold On. Um, we're, we're just weird, trippy things like that. We would, we Wait, can, would, can I ask a quick question about that, real quick? Uh, yeah. Brent is. Uh, I'm, I'm back. You can't really see me. I'm back here <laughs> near the he's camera. He's talking cupcake. Okay. Here yeah. he is. I, I just. About Hold On. In Vogue's Hold On came out the same year yes. as you guys. Right. What, what's up with that? And let me just share something real quick. I, there was one night when Wilson Phillips' Hold On was on VH1 playing at the same exact time as In Vogue's Hold On on MTV. So and I was weird. flipping back and forth between the two, and I thought, oh, this is neat. And I'm, I was, first of all, I was wondering, one, what do you think about that? And then two, you know, like, what, 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 what was up with that coincidence? You know, like, and they're both wearing, both Very of you guys weird. are wearing black dresses in, in both music videos. I know. It's just, wow. it's just, how can that happen? It just happened. I don't know. I don't have anything, like, you know. Did you guys talk about that when, we when their did, Vogue yeah. came out, when Vogue came out with Hold On, were yes. you guys like, what? Yes, We, of course. we, we like, have Hold On. Well, I said, well, I like your song, Hold On. Well, I like your song, Hold On. It was, it was just, you know, it was, it was good. So was you cool. guys were kind of tripping out on that a little bit. We tripped out on a lot of things, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best fucking answer of the night. Fantastic. Uh, okay, couple quick questions. So, your move, uh, the you have all these movies that the song has showed up in. Um, y- your songs have showed up, and we're talking about Bridesmaids, uh, White Castle, uh, mm-hmm. all, all sorts of different yeah. movies. It's popped up. What does that feel like to to find to like be like? Oh my God, these people are pulling this in. They're making a significant part of right. the film. Like Bridesmaids, you were in the movie. You're right, singing right. in the film. Well, the first like crazy experience was when um, David Spade and Adam Sandler and Chris Farley played Wilson Phillips. It was a quick thing, like they were at an award ceremony. Of course, who do you think Chris Farley was? <laughs> um, so there's there's Chris, and he's you know with his chin that's like here, you know, and I'm like I'm not that fucking fat, you know. That was that was my first thought, you know. And then like he's got the bangs, you know, in the hair, and then and then Wendy's all like spaced out, and China's like you know, and um. 
And that was that to me was even more powerful than any anything else. That was my ultimate of like wow. Oh, that was the best. But bridesmaids, um, they didn't tell us one thing about the movie, and they said, you know, would would you would you just come and film in the you you you'd be in the wedding scene. And we said, well, what's the movie about? Well, we can't tell you. Well, what are we seeing? Hold on. But what else are we doing? We can't tell you. Just show up and do it. We said, okay. <laughs> so we showed up, and we were in the, the trailer with um, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, um, you know, Maya Rudolph, everyone, and they were the nicest people. I had never even seen Mike and Molly, and uh, Melissa was the funniest person I've ever talked to in my life. <laughs> and we spent quite a while in there in their hair and makeup laughing, laughing, and... Um, filmed uh, saying hold on at up until like two in the morning it was really hot in the middle of summer outside in the wedding scene and we sang it about I'm gonna say it 40 times and um, <laughs> oh my god got home and I went to see the movie we had no idea what the movie was about and when wow. I, I I actually peed on the, the in the movie theater on the seat oh <laughs> from laughing so hard god. first of all I took my kids who were like you know three and, and five and then the first scene she's on top of him you know yeah. and I'm like oh my god go 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 you know and I'm like, oh, we're, we, we come on at the end so come back in an hour and a half you know to the kids so, my so god. they left and then we came, and I it was just really I can't I love that movie That's like so, good. so much oh, I, I think it's just an amazing movie so every time that I see it I just can't believe it you know it's it's really cool and it's really opened up a lot of um you it, we either have fans that are like 40 and 50 or 20 because they saw Bridesmaids so it, was, it really it was like a shot in the arm for us it was a, an honor I love it that's so amazing let's take some questions from the audience okay what I, do we got well okay first of all I just I actually had a quick question myself um you know since you are um how can you know you, you and Wendy? The last one, but. The, oh, you, yeah, no, this one might might top it. Hey, you guys are, you know, the daughters of uh, Brian Wilson. Did that mean that you guys went to the beach a lot, or like, or did you become like so sick of beach stuff that you're like anti question. beach? Oh dear God! I was told you. It was, I'm I'm actually serious though. Like, did all, like all the beach stuff make you more into the beach, or make you not as much into the beach? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> that answers it all right there. I, I mean, I grew up in California, so the beach was yeah. always, you know, it didn't really, I mean, I, I, well, like when I hear like songs like The Warmth of the Sun and, um, you know, Surf and Safari or, or, you know, Catch a Wave. Sure. You know, I, it, it brings, it, it makes me feel good, you know, and I think about that. So I like to think that dad um, has had a, an impact on sort of the image of California and I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm proud 100%. of him. 100%. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Absolutely. It, it's, it's pretty great. Legendary. Spoken like a true beach girl. Let's grab another question, Let's get a question from yeah. the audience. Any, any, uh, any, anybody? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Brent. Anybody? anybody uh, any, any questions? Because I have another. I got one other question. Oh, <laughs> oh my Lord. Jesus. But, I mean, I'm, I'll take someone out. Oh, we got oh, a question okay, yeah, in the yeah, corner yeah. there. Got a question right there. Oh, here we go. You here look go. like a beach boy, actually. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say, um, you spoke about you know the piano and you know that kind of stuff in the beginning, but this, the music that your father wrote and stuff, um, well, sang, is so happy and enjoyable and it just makes you want to jump around the room. How was it, I mean, you explained a little bit, but how was it growing up listening to that music, knowing him as your father? It must, you must have had a very like bouncy life, you know, being a, a young kid. It wasn't very bouncy at our house. <laughs> um, <laughs> bouncy. You know, it, uh, I, uh, he, he had a difficult childhood, so 
he's always talked about how he just didn't know how to be a father and it's actually a very very painful part of my life the good news is that uh, years later you know we reunited through music he called me one day out of the blue and was finally ready to have a relationship again told me that he had followed Wilson Phillips our career and watched us on the charts and go up the charts every week we had no idea that he was doing that and um, he apologized, you know, for not being there as a dad, but that we, we've always had this connection um, with music. So I, I discovered the Beach Boys, really, the more um, deep tracks when I was um, 13. And it's funny, I had a waterbed, and I would lay in the waterbed, and I would, like, pretend I was on the ocean, you know, like floating. <laughs> And I, this was pre-pot, by the way. And then um, <laughs> I would like float in the in the waterbed and and, and put my headphones on and really listen to like Surfs Up and really really cool albums and got to um, see the uh, the depth of that music and so that opened a whole new respect, you know, a, a light of respect for him. So yeah. and you know, and it's not a Debbie Downer. It is what it is. You know, it was the '60s. He was a product of that. He was a product of child abuse and he had a drug addiction. And my mom was a fucking great mother who I, I she's my role model and I I try to be a great mom I have two daughters and music is a part of our family and they know that their grandfather does the best that he can he's just he's 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 not all there but he's still touring and um, you know his music will be celebrated forever yeah, yeah. so that's that's that are, you, are your kids musical very yeah mm-hmm. yeah we sing three-part harmony and oh, um, nice. I taught them how to sing harmony when they were like two um, and I'm wow. like the pitch bitch, so I'd be like, "You're flat. Do it again. You're flat." These <laughs> <laughs> like seals, I fucking train them like seals, really bad. But but now they they know they have they have it. They have a, the the ability. Yeah, amazing. That's awesome. We love, love to sing. Yeah, there's a lot of singing in our household. We, we got another we're question right here, here, actually. Uh, yeah, hi, um, big fan. I just wanted to ask a quick question. I'm back in the corner. Okay. Uh, behind the camera. Uh, <laughs> Uh, question: Have you ever seen the parody video "Chow Down at Chick Fil A" that the yeah. three drag queens do? It's hysterical, but I it's know. so. And I, I wondered if you guys had seen it because it's really funny, and I, I know it's a, a great. Show. Yeah, well, I love drag queens, and so I was in heaven. Um, and uh, you know, I, anytime people do that, it's just a it's just a compliment, and I'm I'm just grateful for all of it. And I I do remember one that kind of pissed me off though. Um, <laughs> There was a show called, was it called The Edge? What was that comedy show with Julie Brown? Oh my God, they did this video. We had this video. For, we changed managers and they were like, okay, instead of the girls next door and being relatable, now you gotta be like sluts. So, cause sex oh sells, God. sex sells, no, literally. We changed managers and they were like, sex sells, sex sells. Well, here I was, you know, um, at my heaviest weight, you know, cause it was, it was, uh, I was so stressed out from traveling six cities a day, literally, that I, I had gained a bunch of weight. So they had me in corsets, and I, my circulation was cut off. It was a fucking nightmare. But Oh, my God. No, for real. So I, I was trying to, we, we had to do this video, and we did this video where everybody was in lingerie, and we're in the flowing sheets and everything, and so they did this parody on this show called The Edge, and Julie Brown played me, and it was like, it was, I, I cried so hard. It was just awful and and then I had a talk show and she came on as a guest Mm -hmm. and so of course I killed her with kindness and I was loving (laughs) and and you know and it was and it was fine but it was it, that that was and just like they pulled the brains out of my sister's head and then they just it was just it was awful yeah but it I mean look it's 
at least they're doing it. Well, I mean, look, it, if it makes you yeah. feel any better, Julie Brown's laying in a dish somewhere. So oh, no one knows who the fuck Julie Brown is. I never. And we know where Carney Wilson oh, is well, on the fucking right. talk. <laughs> yeah. So suck on that, Julie Brown. God damn it. I never wish anybody bad. I, karma karma is I'm so just powerful. Joking. I'm just kidding. I'm I know. sorry. I mean, there's a little fuck you, fuck um, you, but be well. I'm a, I'm a yeah, terrible I mean, person. Like a I think we have, um, we have another yeah, we have one, another one and then I think we can yeah we gotta wrap up though please okay I have a comment and a question yes so the first comment is the first time I ever got up on a wave in Maui on a s- surfboard all of a sudden catch a wave and you sit <laughs> right <laughs> right that was cool my my question is to you as an artist as a musician yeah. are you planning to do any more music because I was a huge fan thank I, you. Huge fan. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And just yeah. as a and as a follow up question, could, would you be down to sing right now too? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, Brent Weinbach, we are in the middle of a show. Which How dare you ask what Stephen was imitate. afraid to ask we're, himself? We're asking, we're asking real interview <laughs> questions here. You don't ask a woman to just sing a song uh, for absolutely real, no reason. Real cheap. I mean, you know, this is a serious. Damn interview! We're trying to work. We're trying to work it out. Is that the video? We got all sorts of issues. I know this pain. Is this karaoke? Why do you lock yourself up in these chains? Oh shit! Everyone. No one can change your life except for you. Turn it up. Don't ever let anyone step all over you. Let the whole audience sing. Karaoke go to. And your mind. Is it really fair to feel this way inside? We got a uh, quick commercial we got to play for you, and then Krispy Kreme Donuts are up next. Are you guys ready? All right, let's play that commercial for our new pins. And the Nighttime Show Podcast. Uh, The Nighttime Show pin commercial, take one. Hey, uh, do you love the Nighttime Show, and and you don't know how to tell people? Well, boy, howdy. (laughs) Wait, let's do it like that. Let's do it like that. Ready? All right, we'll do it like that. Do you love the nighttime show, but you don't know how? Boy, howdy. Well, here's one way to do it. I'll tell you right now. You head on down to Instagram.com forward slash Stephen Glickman. And guess what? You can buy a nighttime show pin. All the pins I want? Oh, you can get as many of them dang pins as you want. We got all sorts of pins. We got small pins, big pins, little pins, tiny pins, and glow-in-the-dark pins. And I can wear these pins on my tie or on my lapel, you what can, have you? You can wear them in church. You can wear them to the car show. These now, I bet these pins would fit pins. handsomely in a pin collection. 
Now, if you had a pin collection, you're not going to be complete without the nighttime show pins. We got two. Oh, no. Right now, we got two for sale. One of them is a fat Glickman holding a donut on a plate. The other one is the nighttime show logo, which is also glowing the dirt. Hot diggity. I got to have them. Sometimes the light goes out in your house. The only thing keeping it lit, the nighttime show. That's right. That might save my life. Yeah, go on to the Instagram. It's Instagram.com forward slash Stephen Glickman, and you're going to find yourself... They're not dumb show pins. Operators are standing by, or however the internet works. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, nighttime show pins. They're glow in the dark. This is Cora. They're $5. And because I give, we give away donuts at every show, got a little Steven Glickman giving away uh, donuts. They're 5 bucks. So this is Cora. Everyone say, hi, Cora. Hi, Cora. Okay, Cora, go around. Go get some Give some pe- get some pins from to some people. All right, we're gonna bring up our next guest, who I'm super excited about. Go get some pins, people. These are exclusive pins. Here we go. You ready for our next guest? This young man stars as Adam Goldberg on the series The Goldbergs, alongside Jeff Garland, Wendy McClendon, Covey, and ABC's most successful show, which is now in syndication. Please welcome the star of The Goldbergs, Sean Gambrody. Yeah. the weirdest route <laughs> up here. And there he is, there he is. Coming down the labyrinthine entrance. John Gambroni, get my hand. He's pumped and he's here, he's ready to go. Give him a big round of applause. This is the biggest show on television. Oh, Sean, it's the biggest show on TV. I talked to Jeff Garland. He said it was the top show, then it wasn't the top show for one for a few weeks while Roseanne snuck in there and then and then Roseanne exploded. Boy, did she that. Man, did she she really did, huh? <laughs> and then he goes, Yeah, well, now we're top show again. So this is a big deal, man. This is your show. You're the star of the show. Well, it's it's I really mean, come on. It's really an ensemble thing. What's it feel like? What's it feel like? I mean, life must be uh, very uh, interesting. Tell us about your life. Um well, well, it did turn, like, really crazy because I was just in school. Like, I got the part when I was in eighth grade, um, and then I went for the next four years back and forth from Chicago to L.A., went back, went back to school, then came back out to film another season, then went back. and. Um, Are you still going back and forth for school? No, I actually graduated. Oh, like my two, God. Uh, Come on. Years, like a year ago. Wow, very nice. Yeah, so... so What's that like when you've you've gone out to L.A., you do this TV show, you go back to school? What's that first day like when people now have seen you on television and you've been gone for a little while and they're like, oh, that's that guy from the show. Like, how how does your life change? Yeah, well, first day was definitely weird. Um, <laughs> I didn't, because uh, it was like my first day of, like being a freshman in high school mm-hmm. was um, was already halfway half the, the school year was already done already, um, so I was kind of uncomfortable there. And then everybody else was like, "Who the heck?" <laughs> like, because um, I went to the same middle school as most of them, but all the seniors were were very confused by the whole situation of me just being there. Um, yeah, especially because like you come into it, you're coming to a school where maybe you know a few people, but not everybody. Yeah, no, but not- everyone knows who you are. So that's got to be kind of weird. I signed a, a laptop computer. 
I'm like, well, I'm one day and that like that just didn't feel right. I don't I don't think that guy wants that like, the next week. So that's amazing. That's amazing, man. Um, what what uh what were you doing before you got cast on the Goldbergs? What were you, what were you, what were you doing up at that point? Well, um, I I didn't have too many hobbies. Um, but, but I found out I liked performing through an elementary school variety show. And so then... What did you do in the variety show? I was um, a toilet paper model. <laughs> and I was, I was a jam- As you do. Come on. In Fiddler on the Roof, I believe. That's a <laughs> great part. You know, a lot of dickheads on boats are toilet paper <laughs> So you were a toilet paper model? Yeah. I was rocking out to the Bee Gees. Um, I, I, but it was all like, no one else heard the Bee Gees except me. I had like earphones on. <laughs> yeah. But I, I brought them in the experience by singing for them. And oh, that's <laughs> funny. It was a whole thing. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good bit. That's a funny bit. Yeah, it was. They, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they really wrote well for that show. It was uh, <laughs> when uh, when you got when you got cast on this show. How early on did you know that you were playing a real person? That you were playing that you would be playing Adam Goldberg, who created the show. That was right at the first audition. It said it in the script that the creator is the guy that you you will be playing, um, and he was in the audition. Whoa! Wow! For like for the thing. Uh, was that stressful? Was that weird? No. At that point, I was 13, and for some reason, I just didn't... I don't think I thought about very much. So, <laughs> That's fair. So, so I just thought it You're was... You're very like, self-aware of that age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just thought it was like kind of cool. I was like, hey. <laughs> um, and it was just a really good time, which was one of the funnest auditions I've ever had. And, wow. Um, that's amazing, man. Yeah. Uh, how did you find out that you got the part? How did, who told you and when did you find out? Um, I was on the beach and... Listening to Beach Boys? Listening, <laughs> yes. Try to, I try <laughs> well, to bring it back around. <laughs> well uh, done. Thank you. I think my manager just called and, uh, and then I went back. But it was right at the end of the auditioning process. So that next week, that Monday, we started filming the pilot. So I went back, played a basketball game, and then flew back. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was crazy. Wow. So yeah. I, I have a question for you. I, I grew up in the time that this show takes place in, and uh, I just wondered, do you have to do, like, a crash course on stuff before each episode, or do you already are you already pretty aware of most of this stuff? There are definitely certain things that I, I had no idea about. Um, like, In Excess was a really hard name to read during the table reading. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> but... Um, but like I, I watched a lot of uh, John Hughes movies just randomly before uh, before the audition came about. It's a wise choice. Yeah. It was a great time. It was just yeah. like a whole marathon of those movies, and that, and that pretty much is a crash course for the eighties. <laughs> if you just go through all of John Hughes movies, you're set. You yeah. know? He, he sums it up. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but yeah, I already liked. I loved. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before then, and it's okay. my ringtone now. And that was crazy. That's great. But, um, you know, Chuck Lorre wrote that theme song. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my yep. god. Crazy. That's bizarre. <laughs> that is like that's really awesome that he did like the whole gamut from yeah a great theme song to great television. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it really worked out for him. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I love it so much. So what else? Let's turn his mic up a little bit if you can. Oh, you can turn yeah. him up just a little bit. Not you. You're fine. You're fine. Um, what was uh, what was another uh, another thing that you didn't know about that you had to learn about on the show? Um. Oh, that's a ta- that's. There were a lot. Um, I noticed a lot of Masters of the Universe in your room. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Aware that? Of that, that bedroom is very, very, looks like a lot of fun. It oh, looks like yeah. your bedroom. It, yeah, it looks like my bedroom currently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that far off That's not a joke. My yeah. bedroom literally is just covered in toys. It's really. <laughs> Do you have a prized toy in your collection? Um. Yeah. I mean, I have, uh, man, I have a, I have a Yoda uh, I should have brought tonight, but it's like a robot Yoda that you can talk to, and then it, it like talks back and swings a lightsaber around. It's really cool. <laughs> and, and who gave you that Yoda? Uh, my mom gave it to me. My right. mom has given me most of the toys that I have, uh, or or and then this son of a bitch, <laughs> this rat bastard son of a bitch, Sean. Yeah. Don't become friends with this guy, Sean. No, You're gonna no. spend all your fucking money on toys. <laughs> this fucking guy, he'll text me. He'll go, oh Steven. Did you know there's a new action figure that just came out at Walgreens? I'll go, oh my God, I got to go get it. I'll go on the website and the fucking website crashes. And then I'm like, oh, I better go to actual Walgreens. I drive 30 fucking minutes to a Walgreens and they're sold out of that fucking thing. It's a bunch. And I text him. He goes, he goes, oh, if I thought you would have liked it, I would have ordered you one too. Like, you son of a bitch. I would have. I didn't. You son of a bitch. I didn't know he liked the thing as much as I do from Fantastic Four. The thing, he was Jewish and he's fat. What are you talking about? I am the thing. Do you, do you have a, do you have a lot of, wait, wait, before you, let's put a cap on this story. How much did you spend on eBay on your thing action figure? $56. On one goddamn action figure. It's thoroughly embarrassing. It's an investment. All right. So to answer your question, the thing would be his favorite action figure <laughs> yeah. in his collection. It's the best. When it arrives on Monday. Those, sons you know? of, those rat bastards. You know, it's, it's my favorite. Oh, my favorite was, uh, I always love when this kind of stuff happens. I went on Facebook, and uh, I'm a big Star Wars geek, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you too. I I know. I know. On the show, on the show, you've gotten to do some amazing Star Wars stuff, including you got to do a spaceballs thing with uh, Rick Moranis, yeah. I believe. Well, kind it, of. It was yeah. It was one of the JTP. Well, on the show, there's like a group of friends called the JTP. JTP. <laughs> JTP. <laughs> and um, one of the guys is a huge spaceballs fan, so Adam let him be um. Uh, dark helmet. Dark helmet. Yeah. And um, but then Rick Moranis did the voice. Oh, so man. Cool. Which, I, yeah, and that was just so awesome. That's amazing. I was gonna sneak around and try and find him in the recording booth, but oh man, it was like on a I know. And you guys did. Uh, <laughs> you guys done Star Wars episodes where where you guys have dressed up in costume and reenacted scenes from it, right? Uh, I mean, not reenacted scenes, but like it was. We like, went to the premiere. You went to the premiere. And, yeah. Um, Tauntaun outfits. And oh my God! It, it was good. <laughs> so fun. Well, and you got to meet Freddy Krueger, uh, Robert England. Oh, yeah. I was o- I was off that day. Oh <laughs> no! I know no. what. And so let's all just go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was great. Good night. <laughs> I'm sorry I gave you such a downer question. <laughs> I'm gonna move back to Vermont. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another downer question. Well, you, okay, what was a good day? What was like best one of your day. favorite days? Um, 
one of my one of my favorite days um, um, are always the Thanksgiving episodes because then that's when all the cast members are pretty much there and some of our recurring cast members. Sure. And they're all super funny. Yeah, you guys people. had Goldberg, right? <laughs> Didn't you have? Yeah, the yeah. wrestler. The, I got yeah. a T-shirt from him. Goldberg. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> now, um, now this might be a downer question, but you're in the Emoji movie. Yeah, uh, that is not a know, downer question. Yes, it is. That movie is oh. horrible. All right. Whoa, it's not whoa, his fault. It's, it's not, not your fault. fault. You didn't For write it. For God's sake, Matt. I stand He's behind the emoji. He's just a boy, Matt. <laughs> He's just a boy. <laughs> Matt Walker's last show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Walker. Pull the lever. Ending his career right in front of all of you. Oh, man. Yeah, that must have been an interesting uh, uh, period How did of time. that happen? Um, I... Yeah, that Who did was, you play in the Emoji movie? I played Travis. He was this. He was the cool kid, which I've never played the cool kid before. <laughs> sure. And and actually, I think one of my lines, I wasn't cool enough. So then someone else voiced that line. <laughs> so what a bunch I, I, I was. I Damn thought I'd turn it! Around. Oh, <laughs> these people. Happy now, Matt. Yeah. Yes. Are you happy, yes. Matt? Proud of yourself, oh, yes. Matt. Oh, man. You know? My favorite thing about the Emoji movie was T.J. Miller uh, was in the Emoji movie, and he's been on the show, and T.J. told me that, that he wanted... He knew the movie was not going to be as big a hit as he was, <laughs> was expecting. But what he did was, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's lean into it and, and tell everyone it's going to be the biggest movie of all time. And so in every interview, he was like, this is the best animated movie in history. Suck it, everyone. And then he flew into the Cannes Film Festival on a parasailing like parachute and was like, woo, on like a big emoji, like flew in in like a tuxedo. You know, and everyone was like, what are you doing? And he was like, it's just all a joke. Like, he just did it as, like, one big that's giant. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's a, that was a big, giant movie, though, with a ton of people and a lot of... Patrick Stewart oh, yeah. was in that movie. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah it's super cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I love, like... I, I am I, honestly, I am kind of honored to be part of that movie. Yeah, because I, I never and been, you should be as you <laughs> should be. <laughs> He's <laughs> just a boy. <laughs> it was because it was my first chance to see how like the animated movies were made and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was like it was really cool to see. To see I'm that. sure. Well, you're also you're a voice on Clarence, also. Yeah, I, yeah. Just so that's so cool. That was actually why, why I was in town to audition for the Goldbergs was. The producer wanted me in town to do Clarence. Right. And so then I auditioned while I was in town for that. But um, Clarence was my first thing. And yeah. I watched Cartoon Network growing up constantly. So being on a show and seeing. Amazing. It, oh, it's, kind of, it's ridiculous. Incredible. And Clarence is a great show, too. Thanks uh, so much. You know what? You know what? I love uh, you're in a movie. You're in a movie or a TV show that's about that's coming out soon that you're doing that just got announced, right? Yes. Um, Solar Opposites. Yeah. You're in Solar Opposites. Who, who's that with? Um, it's with um, Justin Justin Roiland and Mike oh my McMahon. God. And Justin Roiland, Rick and Morty. Yeah. It's it's gonna be on Hulu, and I play a character named Yumulak, and I'm an alien, <laughs> and I'm slightly cool in this one too. Oh wow! So yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, like I'm a cool guy. There's where, something you don't hear very often. I'm slightly cool. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Sarah Salthouse? Sarah, Sarah, our talent coordinator. Where are you? Sarah, what was the name of the show that you told me about her movie when when he was arriving? 
Kim Possible. Are you Kim doing Possible. Kim Possible? Yeah, yeah, they're making a live action movie. Well, we made we made a live action movie. What? For the TV show Kim Possible. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's a big deal, guys. That's a big deal. That's amazing. Um all right, we got a we got a game uh, I'd like yes. to play. Uh, can we get can we get some donuts up here just as proof for the audience? Can we get some donuts? Just a box. House. You can bring just one box proof. up. Anything. I just want them to see what they could win. He doesn't really they, want proof. He started the keto I, diet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so he wants fucking to be near hungry. Donuts. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this whole damn box. Uh, this is uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts. They are an official sponsor of the nighttime show. They have been a sponsor longer than anyone else. Those They've been with us for donuts. three. Three years this month, they've been with us for three years this month. Check out these fucking donuts. They're gorgeous. <laughs> Beautiful donuts. The best donuts. <laughs> Everyone loves them. They are the best donuts. Here's the way. Here's the thing. I have 200 of these fucking donuts for this audience. But the only way that you guys are getting these donuts is if you win a game, and the game is called Glickman or Goldberg. Glickman. Turn it up, or Goldberg. Glickman, or Goldberg. There we go. Glickman, or Goldberg. Here we go. Glickman or Goldberg. Them out loud. Now, first, here's what this is. Did this happen on the Goldbergs? Did it happen on, on the, the Goldbergs? <laughs> Did this happen? Star Trek's the Goldbergs. <laughs> <laughs> did it happen on the Goldbergs or did it happen Being to Glickman? First question. Uh, number one, remade Indiana Jones as a home movie. Okay, raise your hand, audience, if you know the answer. Raise your hand. And Brent, go run to them. Run to them, Brent. Brent Weinbach. Brent. Definitely Glickman. Ooh. It was Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh. Second question. Second question. Put a box of donuts in the fire. <laughs> I'll throw your I'll throw your damn donuts in the garbage. Here we go. Second second question. Brent, you got to pick this person. You gotta oh, pick. I gotta pick them. You gotta pick oh, the wow. person. Okay. Gonna raise their hand and answer. All right, second I'm question. Just, second question. Select somebody. Put his computer in the freezer before because it was overheating. Is that Glickman or Goldberg? Raise your hand. Brent that, will come. That's to you. gotta be Stephen Glickman. And the answer is Stephen Glickman. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> that is a fact. I did put my computer in the freezer because it was overheating. So he gets her donut Did that now, work? the one that she was... <laughs> oh, and, uh, I brought my computer in... T- well, it's, it wouldn't turn on. He called me afterwards, and he's like, hey, Matt, my computer won't turn on. I'm like, what'd you do? And he's like, I put it in the freezer. I'm like, it's not going to turn on. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it to, like, the Mac store, and they were like, why are there icicles <laughs> in your laptop? Uh, anyways, this... Uh, <laughs> This is brought to you by Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft put us in the freezer. Instead of the genius bar, they had you make an appointment at the idiot bar. <laughs> Get over there, you idiot. All right, next question. Next question. Um, was given Johnny Five from Short Circuit as a present. Is that Glickman or Goldberg? All right, I'm going to pick Raise this. I'm going to pick this young lady right here. Uh, I would say Goldberg. I don't even know. Uh, that is Go- correct. It is Goldberg. Goldberg. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg. Hey, uh, real quick, Sean. Uh, do you know where that uh, Johnny Five toy is? Do you know where it is right now? 
uh, th- that specific one? Is it one? in your bedroom at home? Because if it isn't, you're doing your job incorrectly. <laughs> Steal that fucking toy, buddy. It was CGI. No, it was not. It no. was CGI. No, it uh, was not. No, there, there, was, there, was this one, there was one form that was not, but that one I think went into a box somewhere. I'm possibly in Adam's the possession. Box. Sean, I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you something. Audience, just look away. Sean, this is a true thing. Listen to me. When I was on Big Time Rush on Nickelodeon, I stole everything, Sean. <laughs> I stole every. I'm not kidding. I stole all the gold records. I stole all the gold records. I stole 46 of these when we wrapped the show. What's your technique, though? This is from Girl Cake. His, when I... Made the song his take, I was there. His technique was he pulled his car up to the stage and just started loading stuff in. Yeah. Like he like and nobody said a no word. No one questions you when you're the lead on the show. <laughs> Trust me. It'll be fine. Yeah, if your I, career doesn't work out, you can eBay all this stuff. Yeah, just eBay it. That's what I've been in your doing bedroom. for months. Yeah. All right. Go out, read the next one, Sean. At the end you, of each season, Sean, just load up a U-Haul. Sean, you yeah. get that fucking Johnny Five. There's collectible toys in there. Oh, yeah. Take them. Get it all. Damn it. Check Fuck continuity. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Um, told, told everyone he used a real hoverboard from Back to the Future. Is that Goldberg or Glickman? This. This one. Goldberg. Actually, it's both. We both did that in real life. My sister will vouch for it. I told my entire family that I was getting a hoverboard and that I had used one and that it was awesome. And and because uh, I'm a big I'm a big moron. I had no. And then you guys did it on the show. And I literally contacted Adam Goldberg, the creator, and was like, "This literally happened to me." I literally. So that is correct. That is a great answer. Great job. Next next question. Next question. Next one. Um. That was actually one of the most painful days on set. I didn't get the harness on right, and so it was just like, oh, no. there was some tugs. Every- well, oh, no. no. Was you were hanging from a tree. They hung you from a, like a tree yeah. with like a hoverboard. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah. yeah. Brought me back to that day. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're still growing. That's the worst time yeah. for that. All right, here we go. Um. When his mother was worried about him getting kidnapped at the movies, she built a movie theater in his living room. Is that Goldberg let's, let's, or Glickman? Let's get, let's get a second chance on this one. Oh my god, no, I don't know anymore. Is it Glickman <laughs> or you, a 50, you got a 50-50 chance. I'm not answering it. 50-50 chance. Glickman, Glickman okay. She says Glickman. That is correct. My mom <laughs> made a movie theater in our living room. Bring these and donuts my over date here. did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> She thought you were going to get kidnapped. She, yeah. She thought there was a really my, strong kidnapper. Hey, I was fucking adorable, first of all. I was a very cute kid. He looked all like right. Wayne from the Wonder Years. I was a very cute kid. <laughs> I had a little He's Fred Savagey thing going on. A little fat Fred Savagey. All right, let's take the next one. Oh, you're next? <laughs> um, was inspired by weird science to build a girlfriend to make love to. Ooh. Is that Goldberg or Glickman? Here we go. Goldberg. That is correct. We got a Gold- Goldberg. Got a nice. Here. Nice. <laughs> Next question. Was inspired by the Muppet Show to build a girlfriend to make love to. Glickman. We got a Glickman over here. Did not. <laughs> no, it didn't happen to me. So oh. I didn't uh, do Steven. that. Steven, Steven, we know. 
I may have done that. <laughs> oh, we do have a winner over here. I may have made some mistakes. In my... I've always been attracted to Gonzo. The point is... <laughs> we worked at the Jim Henson studio I for know. years, and you never mentioned oh, that. Oh, Jesus. I may have fucked Piggy one time. <laughs> I have a thing for Piggy! Um, we got any... Uh, any uh, I don't know if I'm... I think, we got, I, think we, I think that's it. I think we've... Ta- is that it? That's the last question? Oh, that, that's the last question. Then I believe this audience has won Krispy Kreme Donuts. Give it up for Sean Jabroni! New episodes of the Goldbergs air very, very shortly. Give them a big, giant round of applause for Sean. And let's get this audience some donuts! Hey, uh, guys, if you're listening to the nighttime show, well, have I got news for you. Better be good. It, it is good. Uh, we have merch for sale. What? What? Merch? Huh? Yeah, that's right. We've got shirts. We've got shower curtains. Oh, we've you got mean sweater. merchandise. Merchandise. What did you think I meant? Mercenaries. Oh, well, we also have those <laughs> as well. I thought we were going to send Robbie to kill people or something. <laughs> Robbie will fall down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Onto your enemies. Right onto your enemies, 100%. <laughs> uh, we have all sorts of great stuff. If you go to th- uh, com, you can pick up any number of cool things. Sweaters, like what exactly? T-shirts. Well, we have... Uh, like uh, we have this uh, artist named Mario uh, Delgado who does uh, all sorts of really cool artwork for our show for our posters. Right, I'm sure if you listen our to the wonderful show, posters that yeah. you've seen everywhere, you've seen them everywhere. And if you've seen them everywhere, then you can get that artwork on sweaters, shirts. Uh, what about out of case? the norm items? Weird stuff. Uh, pajama pants. What if leggings. I want his art while I'm in the shower? You can get a shower curtain. You're kidding. With our logo if, on your shower curtain. What if I want to go to sleep? with your head exploding right next to my right face. Next to your fa- well, guess what? We got pillows, too. We got pillows. Oh, oh, my oh God. man. We have bed sheets. We have nighttime show bed sheets and blankets. I what mean, are we doing here? So we why are we here? ordering we, right now? We should be we ordering could, right people now. People could basically sleep with you and your pug jelly donut. If you want to sleep with me, you can right now. Go to the nighttimeshow.threadless.com and go and we'll, I'll, I'll sleep with you. <laughs> All right, guys. We got one more guest tonight. And I can't even tell you how freaking excited I am. Uh, this is somebody I've I've loved I've I've loved this man for quite some time. He is a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, Mike, please introduce him. I'm very excited. Our last guest of the night is a true living legend, best known for his work in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, where he played all the Oompa Loompas. His work in The Dark Crystal, The NeverEnding Story, Doctor Who, and multiple roles in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, including Yoda. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise for Deep Roy! Thank you. Oh, my Lord. Grab where's a seat. The, sit, where, sit, where's sit, the apple box? The apple box? We really should get him an apple box. So something? I got nothing. We have, some, we have a box of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. perfect. Hey, we got a stool. Look at that. Deep Roy, everybody. 
Now, Deep Roy, uh, we, we've been talking uh, uh, all, all fucking night about you. We've been very, very excited. Um, there are so many, you've played so many roles and done so much cool stuff. Um, but where, how did you start out? Where did you grow up? The whole four feet, four inches in Nairobi Canyon. In Nairobi, in Nairobi Canyon? Yes. Oh, in Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Wash my lips when I talk. Nairobi, <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> did you do any acting as a kid? When did you start acting? I started when I moved to London. Actually, my dad sent me to London from Kenya to be an accountant. <laughs> what? Really? Wow. Yes. He wanted me to be an accountant. So I failed in taxation. <laughs> I passed in taxation. I failed in company law. I said, this is freaking boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided, I said uh, to my dad, uh, I think I'm going, I'm going to join the drama school. Oh, wow. So I quit after three months. And my dad said, now what? I said, I want to be a comedian. He said, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how it started. So you started you started as a comedian. Yes, stand up. Doing stand up. Yeah. Where were you doing stand up comedy? Uh, London. Yeah, I started in London. What yes. were what were one, what were some of your jokes? Do you remember any of your jokes from them? They're all small jokes, but I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I can't, I can't, you know, I've got such a short memory, I can't even remember, I can't even remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> what, what was your first, uh, I mean, we did, we did a little yeah, like One of your first yes. credits is you played an assassin in a Pink Panther movie. Yes, my first movie was with uh, Peter Sellers, mm -hmm. Pink Panther. Wow. Oh my God! Strikes again! Unbelievable! And uh, I think that was in 1975. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that and must have been amazing. It was, you know, to work with the, the legend, the, the funniest guy. The, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it was amazing to to be working with Peter Sellers as mm -hmm. the first movie. Of course. And then you went on to be in Doctor Who at that time with the, the best doctor, Tom Baker, Doctor Number Four. I think we yes. have a picture. Do we have a picture of that? Yeah, there and you are. And you're in? Yeah. 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 It's a great episode. Now, you were in heavy prosthetics there, obviously. Was that your first time in a lot of makeup? Because you've done that a lot yes. in your career yeah, now. Yeah, I know, but that was the first one. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, uh, was it like... The First ever television thing that I did. No, the mm -hmm. second one. Wow. The first one was uh, uh, the New Avengers. Oh yeah! Oh my yeah. God! So, but this was uh, the second television stuff I did. So when you're filming, I did, I, I did the whole mm -hmm. season, the seven episodes with yeah. uh, Tom Baker. I thought he was the best doctor in my opinion. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. Now, how long did that take in makeup every day when you're going to film that? Like, you're in there for a couple hours, or? Well, it took, yes, about an hour and a half, mm -hmm. two hours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really amazing. I mean, um, one, one of the first, I know one of your first big movies uh, after Pink Panther and stuff it was Flash Gordon. Um, yes. We have a picture of you. There you are in Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. cool, man. What Thank was that you. set like? I mean, Flash Gordon's one of the, one of the coolest movies. It was actually, you know, was it, a fun, was it, it a fun was set? fun, you know, and uh, Brian Blessed was 
funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, was I mean, he was a Zoltan yes, he leader was of Zoltan. the Hawk people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, cool guy. Bless For me. those of you who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, almost all of you. <laughs> what was really, what's always been really curious to me, and this is what's so cool about Deep Roy, is that when you, when you meet him and you start looking at credits, you're like, oh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, right? So you go, that you, maybe you have that one, or you go, never ending story. You know, uh, totally. Yeah. That's that's the that's the one, or this one or that one. But since since uh, we first met, we met in this club. You and I, yes, we I met did. at the bar like twelve yeah. years ago. I was doing stand up one night, and I said to you at the bar, "Would you consider coming up on stage with me? I'll tell everyone you're my best friend, and then I'll sing a song about you at the piano, and then you can dance and yep. uh, tell some jokes." <laughs> And you were like, fuck yeah, see you in two seconds, right? And you came in, we, we had never met prior to that. He was just like down yeah. for it, just yeah. in in on the joke, ready yeah. to have a good time. Yeah. And this audience lost their minds when you came up on stage. And it was right yeah. after Willy Wonka, too. Yeah. And, and that night, I found out that you had been in Star Wars, but the only thing I knew is that you had been in Jabba the Hutt's band in Star yes. Wars playing Droopy yeah. McCool. Droopy McCool, yeah. Right. Yeah. What I did yeah. not realize until like a few days ago mm-hmm. is that you were also uh, Yoda. Yes, the walking Yoda. They did the we walking Yoda. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, you know, when they first asked me to do Yoda, they said to me I was too tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, really. That's what happened. I said I was too there. tall. And I said, wow, great, man. At least somebody <laughs> thinks I'm. <laughs> and, 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 and then they said to me, can you walk on, on your knees? I said, I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave you the knee pads. They gave me the knee pads. So I walked on my knees. So that's, 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 oh that's God. not so. That's amazing. Yeah. That yeah. is incredible, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Come on. Right. That's you. outrageous. Um, and I know you also jumped in. You played a couple other roles in the movie too. You, they you subbed in for R two D two a few times. I did, yes, because uh, you know after lunchtime, Kenny Baker had too much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> so he is not the so first yeah, person exactly, to say yeah. that. Uh, he had too much to drink, and the first day, Dave Tommy will go deep. Get into there. I said, well, that's not, yeah. And he says, get in there. I said, oh, it's not made for me. I'm just too small, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I'm choking in there. You know, I mean, sitting yeah, like, yeah. Kenny Baker was like uh, three feet six. I was giant in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever bully him? Just stop drinking. No, I so. didn't bully him. What else did you do on Star Wars? Did you also do an Ewok? Or I no? did Ewoks. That was uh, uh, the Return of the Jedi. I did about seven of them. Each time they'd kill me. <laughs> and, <laughs> so you were in the famous yeah, death scene. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, where they, they lingered they on you and, for and, 30 and, seconds. And Dave Tomlin will go... Next one, I said, well, I just got killed. He said, you do another one. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about what that set was like of being on Return of the Jedi. It was a great set. You know, I mean, at EMI Studios, they, they build great sets. You know, I mean, yeah. it, 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 it was amazing. What set. was Lucas like to, to work one with? One of the nicest guys. You know, mm-hmm. Lucas was yeah. amazing. Amazing. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. This is a little off subject, but you know, uh, my mom. Do you know this? My mom for my bar mitzvah wrote to George Lucas and asked George Lucas to come to my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Did he? 
he sent a letter back in the mail that said, I'm so sorry I won't be able to attend your son's bar mitzvah. I wouldn't want to upstage him on such an important day. Here's a check for $100. Wow. Signed, George Lucas. There you go. Here's the best part. I ran into George Lucas recently, and I told him this story. And as I told him this story, his head retracted so far away. <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't have wanted to get out of that conversation more. And I was like, it's such a sweet story. And he was just like, okay. Just like wanted to get away from me. Um, <laughs> In his defense, that's how most oh, people are when you pick up. That's true. It's possible. Talk to him. Um, uh, okay, let's talk about uh, you. You worked with Jim Henson. Uh, uh, have you worked with you worked with yes, the Henson Jim Company? Henson. And Brian yeah. Brian Henson. No, Jim Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Jim you, Henson and Frank Oz. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. Uh, when you were working with? Uh, now you also worked on, on Return to Oz. Return to Oz. Yes. Um, now, in Return to Oz, this has always been a question I've wanted to ask. Mm. Okay, so that's who you're credited as, is the, the Tin, tin Man. The Tin Man, yeah. So how are you, the, how was this you? What were you doing? <laughs> how is this you? What, what was you this doing This here? was me like a Tin Man. Yeah, <laughs> is that you but a Tin Man? Yeah. Well how were you in this costume? What were you doing with this? To put it on me and, uh, you know, you but made like, is it your, work. Use your head in the head? Yeah, the hands and head. Oh, your hands in the head? Yes. Okay, so you're like puppeteering the head and like you're inside the body. Yeah. Okay, got it. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. I'm a huge. Because we're wondering, like, you don't have a really long, skinny neck, which is what you'd need. To have that How does your head, head you know? fit through the head? Like that's meant for a giraffe. Yeah, they put it. But, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, right, with your head, yeah. hands up here. You're, uh, you were yeah. like uh, big bird. Uh, yes. You were like big birding. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. Yeah. 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 What about the remaining arm? What? What? what how did you control that? Oh, that, uh, that's coming from uh, that's Brent, Brent Weimark. He's out there. Out there. He's yeah. asking about the other arm. It's like if you're if one arm's yeah, in the head, what's the other arm doing? I think the other arm was still. I mean, you can You know, that was still. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, what about Never Ending Story? Now, Never Ending Story was shot in Germany. In Germany, in Munich. Yeah, yeah there is an interview yeah. <laughs> that where they where they interviewed a couple of the cast members uh, who were American cast I've members. Seen Have you seen yeah. this fucking interview? Yeah. It's so funny. And they're interviewing them and asking them all the questions in German, and they're they're just dying in this interview. And it's in front of a live audience, and they have the snail that they yep. ride yeah, out on they the did, snail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let talk with us a little bit about this. Do you have any pictures of him in uh, in Neverending Story? No, that's nope. fine. That's fine. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Maybe <laughs> take a look. Look, look up Teeny Weenie. We spared uh, no expense to bring you Never Ending Story. Sure. Never Ending <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Never Ending Story, because that was such well, a Well, you know, I mean, when, when I was asked to, you know, to do, to work with uh, Wolfgang Peterson, yeah. you know, at, at that time, uh, they didn't have, you know, I'm talking about 1979. That was done. The movie was released in 1981. Oh my God! Uh, it took them two years. You know, it was, I was in Munich for about three months. You know, and they had a go kart underneath a snail. Whoa! Really? They did. You know, and uh, the go kart was controlled by special facts people. Mm-hmm. So I sat on the on the snail. They said we're going to do a test run, and the guy was running so <laughs> fast. You know, I mean, I fell off. Oh my God! Wow. Really? Yeah, but I didn't have any, you know. There's no seatbelt on a there's snail. There's no seatbelts, you know. <laughs> Plus, I didn't have a control. The, the the guy was, yeah, you know, so fell a few times. But you know, when I told him, you know, go easy, dude. 
So we did that, you know. I mean, it was it was an amazing, you know. I mean, it's a classic book, you know, amazing mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the second time I worked uh, with Wolfgang Peter was uh, uh, forgotten the name of the <laughs> movie, da, da, dude. Das Boot. Das Boot. No, I'm kidding. Okay. 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 <laughs> so when did you meet Tim Burton? I met uh, Tim Burton in I think it was 2001. Derek, was it 2001? There you go, Derek. Derek <laughs> is uh, Derek, 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 Derek is uh, Tim's uh, producer. He's produced. Uh, oh, produced on uh, uh, lots and lots of uh, yeah, his movies. Yeah, I mean, he, he Sweeney Todd and oh, <laughs> come on. No, no, that Derek, you did the, the first uh, uh, Dumbo. He produced. Dumbo. Oh, he's producing Dumbo right yeah. now. Come oh, on, nice, yeah, come on, Derek. the best. Yes, cool. you're all gonna watch it. <laughs> And Derek, if you need it. if you need someone to play an elephant, hey, hey, <laughs> hey! I swear to God, if you You'll totally do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one of us are we? We'll, <laughs> we'll both do it. We'll both do it. Uh, we'll both we'll do both it. Happily We're both do happily it. audition. I have a feather in my car. <laughs> I'm. I can fly, so. <laughs> I'm friends with birds. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've done a few Tim Burton movies. You were in, in Big Fish. I did Big Isn't Fish. Uh, yeah, uh, amazing. Planet of the Apes was the first one. Planet, yeah, of, the Planet Apes. of the Apes. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah of course. Big Fish. Then we did uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Factory. Well, what I love about you too is that uh, you know you've really found a way to like break out and play roles. Like some of these roles, like in Big Fish, you're playing really interesting, really cool characters. But then you'll also dive in every once in a while, like you know, in Star Trek or in different movies like this, where you'll go yeah. in full facial prosthetics, like yeah. in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. You'll dr- you'll jump in and do something really crazy. And yeah. I know that that's kind of a tricky thing is playing men in suits, but also you know being yourself, being a character. That's got to be kind of an, uh, a fine line to to walk sometimes. It is, you know. I mean, when when I did Planet of the Apes, four and a half hours of makeup. Wow. Yeah, man. yeah, four and a half hours. Jeez. You know, two people making you up. And that was not yeah. the first time you'd played an ape. You were in Going. Uh, I was bananas? in. Uh, uh, no, 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 I did. No. Yes, yes. Yeah, you were in Going Bananas yeah. with Dom DeLuise, Don, Dom DeLuise, where you played the monkey. The monkey. Yeah. The monkey that he like hangs out Why with the whole a, movie. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a chimp. Yeah, it was a chimp. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so yeah, sorry. Um, we went way to, to the go, zoo, Stephen. We talked to the director of the LA Zoo, and he explained the difference between monkeys and chimps. I really screw that up. But yeah, I mean, you've played multiple monkeys and. And, and chimps and things like this, but then you've also gone on and played really fascinating, really cool characters too. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So like when you were the Oompa Loompas, um, they obviously they took you and they replicated you like hundreds of times on screen. Do you get hundreds of times the pay when they do that? No, I got you thousands, thousands of times. <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, but then I did individually. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they did in the back in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go into the dark room, the, the picture image up and all that, then they multiply. But in the foreground, I did uh, individually, I did 165 individually. Wow. I'll Holy do one, shit. do another one, do another one. Were you? But when it comes to SAG, as a SAG contract, yeah. how were you contracted? Were you contracted as I play 168 characters? No, 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 no. You know, but they, they looked after me. They know, took they care of you, though? Of course they did. Okay, good. good. Thank God. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. that's Cut awesome. him a check. That's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. No, yeah, I just want to make sure, you know. Um, <laughs> that producer's right there. Just, yeah. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a fascinating thing, though, to play all of them. Was that the intention from the beginning, that they were going to have one person play no, all no, of no. them? No, no, no. The whole thing was that, that you know, and Tim wanted uh, seven people to dance with me to put my mask. Oh, okay, like your face on that. Yeah. yeah. So they couldn't find people in proportion. Then they brought in the school kids. And you couldn't shoot with the school kids with my mask onto them. And you got like four hours to shoot with them. Yeah. Then yeah. you got to send them to school. I'm talking about the kids, right. not yeah. me. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about this. And so the answer was I, I said I do it myself, you know. But then again, you know, so. That's how it started, and I did have to do a camera test because uh, uh, Tim wanted uh, equal steps distance-wise. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and you had to said, learn so uh, much choreography. You uh, had to learn how to play different instruments. Yeah, it was yes. a lot. That was a lot of work. It was, but yeah. it was fun. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, so cool. Um, we also, we got, uh, come on, amazing. Uh, we also, we got to discuss uh, Eastbound and Down, doing Eastbound yes, and Down. Yes, yes, So fucking cool. The band, was that, what was that like? What was that like working on that? Well, you know, the, I did, when I did a audition, they put me on the camera. So I skipped the whole page of dialogue. <laughs> the guy started laughing at me. He said, you skipped the whole page of dialogue. I said, who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> That is the so, right answer. Yeah, then, uh, and, I, and he said to me, you want to start all over again? I said, I'll fuck it up again. <laughs> so, and, and, and he said to me, so now what do you want to do? I said, what's the name of the show? He said, it's one and down. I said, the fuck is went down. I'm going to go to Hawaii. Because I wanted to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he said, uh, so what are you going to say? I said, what else I wanted to say? I said, I just fucked up the audition. Another one bites the dust. So goodbye, guys. So I, next day, the phone rings, and my agent <laughs> said, you got the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so that's his fun and done, man. Yeah. Uh, that's the attitude they want for that show. It really so is, yeah. That's fantastic. And well, then you improvise, you know, working with uh, Danny and meeting Will Farrell. We, we, we were in um, Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. I was there for four months. You know, and, and they were laughing, and they said, the minute we saw your audition tape, <laughs> you will, I was the first one, he said, we decided, this is the, you know. And uh, so it was fun to work with those guys. That's the best. You should you teach know? an audition seminar. That would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> fuck it. But then again, I improvised so much. You know, they had a camera on him, camera on me, oh you know, and, and I had a mustache, you know, in, 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 in the dialogue, uh, Danny Bryce says, I'm going to shave your mustache, but I asked the makeup people, can you give me two mustache? So I kept, <laughs> kept one in my pocket, and when he said, nobody knew this, and when he said, I'm going to sh shave your mustache, I took one out of it, I said, I'll always carry two with me. <laughs> <laughs> So that was it. <laughs> I love it. Let's get some questions from the audience. We got any questions for Deep Roy? 
Are there, there any, any questions? Questions. 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 questions from the audience. Questions, questions from the audience. Questions. There we go. Oh, we here we got one, one over here. There we go. There's one. Yes. There's a question. Think hard, guys. Most difficult, Think hard. Most difficult makeup that you had to sit through. Like The most difficult one, uh, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Four and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. Uh, get up uh, one in the morning. Go on the set at two. Get ready by 6, 6.30. And you shoot till eight. Wow. But the funny thing was, you know, when I was the planner of the apes, uh, they fucked up the shooting schedule because I was doing uh, X-Files. Oh, wow. So they were both Fox shows. So I would do X-Files at nighttime and come and do planner of the apes during daytime. So I never slept for four days. Wow. And the uh, funny thing was, it was my first movie with Tim, and Tim said to me, double dipping? I said, <laughs> 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 I said, I did, you know, so uh, that, that, that was like I didn't sleep for four days. Wait, could you, wow. couldn't you sleep in the makeup chair for, you know? Well, you hours? couldn't. They'll just wake you yeah, up, and then, you, up, yeah. you know, two, yeah. you know, oh, two people yeah. making you up, you know, so... Oh yeah, that's amazing. Any other questions? Any other questions for the audience? We got we got one ear. Let's take this guy here. Let's grab this guy up here. Uh, so really quick, were there any roles that you ever passed on that you later saw projects and you regretted? No regrets, you know. I mean, um, I, they asked me to do Lord of the Rings, which I turned it down. Yeah. And and the reason I did because I saw Peter Jackson. I didn't want to go eighteen months to New Zealand. <laughs> had I had I done that, I would have missed uh, Planet of the Apes. I wouldn't have done mm-hmm. X Files. I did a big McDonald's commercial. Mm-hmm. You know, I always did work, work work with Ron Howard. Did that, you know, and I would have missed on. Uh, I wouldn't have met Tim Burton otherwise. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah. We got a, we got another one right here. Yeah. Hey, Deep. I've got to ask because they're not going to hear it anywhere else. Can you tell them a little bit about when you partied with President Obama at the White House? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good question right there. Good one. I remember, you know, when uh, Tim said, uh, uh, you want to go to the White House? I said, go to what? He said, the, the president, you know. So we, we went to the White House and uh, meeting uh, uh, the president, and the first lady and their kids was amazing, you know. And uh, and and President Obama was such a gracious person. Yeah. By handshake, you should feel it, you know. Could feel it, you know. And and, uh, and it was a tribute to Tim Burton. All movies that they wanted to do that. It was a Halloween party. Wow. And uh, they they they. they <laughs> and I was dressed up like an Oompa Loompa. Wow! <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. That's and, amazing. And, and, uh, and, and I know the, the president asked the daughters, he said, come and meet the Oompa Loompas. Oh and it was, it was amazing. Wow. That's wow. Great. I love that. That's incredible. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. All right, we got another question from up here. Uh, what uh, character do you get recognized for the, the most on the streets? You're, like, what do you recognize the most for? What like, I recognize fans. most for? Yeah. Uh, myself? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, obviously, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were so many of them. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> how could you not? You know, how could that not be the most recognizable? You know, the it's the numbers, group. Brent. Um, it's the numbers game, yeah. Mathematically. Uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. <laughs> Who else we got? Any other questions? I know oh, yeah. uh, there's one up here. Yes? Yeah. Uh, question. I mean, we could, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's very nice to meet you. I know uh, the gentleman to your right said that he has stolen things from the set, <laughs> and you have worked on a number no, of... No, I haven't stolen anything. You have worked on... <laughs> you have worked on a number of, you know, iconic films. I mean, Star Wars, no, the list goes no, no, on. No, 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 but the thing is, what happened was on Charlie, uh, they gave me the suit that I wore, mm-hmm. oh, three-piece yeah. suit, they made it for me, mm-hmm. and plus I got, it was three-piece suit, and I got the shoes, I got the whole wardrobe. Wow. I didn't steal it, they gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already answered a question, I was going to ask you, was there anything from the movie that you took uh, as a mem- memorabilia? That was my question. No, no that's yeah. great. Anything that you took from a uh, film? Only, uh, no, I don't know. No. You know, they, they, they wouldn't, you know, man, I wanted, I wanted the Oompa Loompa sh- suit so badly, but the Warner Brothers wouldn't give it. Uh, oh, uh, you mean you asked for it and they didn't give it to you? No, they're all What's up? It. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Give them the suit. <laughs> give them the Come suit. On. Give them the dang the suit. suit. <laughs> uh, any other questions before we, uh, we, we have one last little thing to show you guys when we wrap up? Uh, any other last questions? Any other last questions for Deep Roy? Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, is, this is an extraordinary, extraordinary thing. Uh, when Deep and I spoke on the phone about this, he told me that one of the things that he would like to show the audience tonight is a uh, as a show, it's a TV show that is, uh, as he referred to it, similar to Anthony Bourdain, but starring him, mm-hmm. and it's called Deep Into Food. <laughs> yes, thank you. And you, you are yeah. the first audience to ever see it. And we're going we're gonna to play it for you. We're going to turn the lights down. Ladies and gentlemen, just know we are back November 15th and December. I'll, I'll check the dates. Hang on. I don't want to say this the wrong way. Uh, we are back. The nighttime show is back November 17th and December 15th. So put it on your calendars. We're back then and we'll be at LA Comic Con. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast and go out and get some of these pins. We got cool pins floating around that are awesome and uh, really nice and glow in the dark. Deep Roy, it is such a fucking honor to have you on the show. Thank you very much. I love you dearly. Thank you. Let's watch Deep Into Food. Let's play it. Turn the lights out. Let's watch this. I'm here at Campo di Fiori in Rome. All of the spices, the food, the pasta, do as Romans do in Rome. Love Campo di Fiori. Here we are in Paris having the breakfast. Here we are at Dolce Vita, and I'm sitting with the master of gelato. Io mangio poco gelato, però mi piace il limone. What makes a good gelato? Solo semplicemente qualità. Amazing. This is the best gelato I've ever tasted. La crema in bocca. That's just ice first, then eat. 
Welcome to La Puerta. Great place, man. Thank you. You know Bianco, you know, you're the boss and you know the best. So nice to see you again. In Rome, the pasta is amazing. Why is that? Perché è una, è una tradizione che si riporta da anni e anni e anni. This is amazing. Parmigiano, make a bow tie. I'd rather wear a bow tie. Fantastic. Fantastic. You're the best, man. You're the best, you know? Mangia. Bisogna mangiare. Bisogna mangiare. Thank, Thank you. you for coming out to the nighttime show. This is Deep Roy. Give him a giant round of applause. Stand up. Give him an applause, would you?